Welcome to Growing Storytellers, a helicopter stories podcast for anyone who works with children aged two to seven years old. I'm Trisha Lee and this is my colleague Isla Hill. And today we are going to be talking about the benefits of helicopter stories on this, our very first podcast, which we're very excited about. Um, we're going to be talking about the, the thing that we've been doing for the past 20 years. Um, and we wanted to share um, everything that we know with all the practitioners out there who are looking to do helicopter stories or maybe are already doing it and uh, just want to hear some more about it. So I thought today we might need to start with what Helicopter Stories is, because um, I guess there are people out there who still don't know what Helicopter Stories is. So um, I was thinking, well, how do I describe it? And I remembered that in your book, Princesses, Dragons and Helicopter Stories, there is a really kind of in a nutshell um, description. Um, and you talk about what Helicopter Stories is there as being a simple approach where a child sits with an adult and the adult scribes their story word for word and later the class or the group come together around a taped out stage on the floor and they act out those stories. So that, that I think sums up helicopter stories really well and it, it's bare bones and I think what we're going to do is talk a little bit more about what that means yep yeah and the other thing that's really important to remember within all of that is that helicopter stories was um created it was based on the work of vivian gussin paley and vivian gussin paley is uh or was a kindergarten teacher um she also was an author she wrote 13 books about her about her work about her development of this storytelling and story acting approach and she was also our patron, which is really important and was, you know, really celebrated our work within Helicopter Stories and what we were doing to get her words out and to get that message out to as many people as possible. So, yeah, that's part of, you know, really important. And we really want people to know about Vivian and her work. So we've got helicopter stories in a nutshell. We've got an adult sitting with a child listening to their every word, scribing those words and acting them out around a stage. But of course, we know it's so much more than that. And what we'd like to do today is to go into the benefits of helicopter stories. Why do helicopter stories with your children? And first, I wanted to talk about one of the most important things to me is that empowerment we see for children when they know they are being listened to, really listened to, their every word, that I'm sitting there absolutely glued to everything that they're going to say. And not only that, I'm writing it down on a piece of paper. So I'm fascinated by their words. And I think when children know they're being listened to in that way, they get excited about talking. They get excited about communicating with each other, with the adults, because there's there's such an exciting reason to. You know, Helicopter Stories gives children so much joy that they want to communicate. And the more that they communicate, as we all know, the more language that they use, the more they talk, the better they get at it. And the better communicators they are, the better their life chances as they move on through school. So we're really giving, building those building blocks of 
uh, of for life of being good communicators. And I think that all comes from I'm here, I'm with you, I'm listening to your every word. Anything you say, I'm going to smile, I'm going to write it down, and we're going to act it out later with your friends. Yeah, and also the other thing that comes across with that is that then we start to make these amazing connections with the other children within the classroom. So as we tell our own stories and as we listen to the other stories that other children are telling, we then find ourselves in a position where we go, oh, you like that, or um, I've got a mummy too, or oh, I want to be a princess. And, And children end up borrowing bits from each other's stories so you can really see that part of this thing of being listened turns them into listeners gets them to feel that they can hear and they can make those connections between the children in their class and another part of what I really like about helicopter stories and one of the things that for me has been such a huge benefit that I've seen is that it works for all children. And that actually is part of that. There's a real sense of supporting the child who doesn't talk, who might not choose to come forward or speak within the classroom. And so many times we hear from teachers that actually so-and-so spoken for the first time and, you know, we've never heard them speak before. You know, children who are selective mutes or children who just are much shyer and won't talk within the classroom suddenly find a voice because of the way that we're working. And I had... I had an amazing experience once where I was working with a class of reception children and they'd got a nursery in the school. So the child, you know, children had been in the nursery and then moved on to reception. And there was a girl there who never spoke all the way through nursery and into reception. And when we were doing helicopter, she'd always get up and act out, but she just wouldn't speak. She wouldn't tell a story. And I kept asking. I wanted to keep asking her, you know, have you got a story? Would you like to? And she'd go, no. And I go, that's fine. You can be a story listener. It's not a problem. But then one day she came up to me when I asked and she whispered the words, princess. And I wrote it down. And then that was it. She walked away. That was her story. And when she got up to act it out, she walked around the stage, her head held high, being a princess. And it was just incredible. And that, to me, is such a strong benefit of this approach that it gives a voice to all children and they find their own way in, which is amazing. Yeah, absolutely. And it's so exciting when those things happen I remember an example where um, I was in a nursery and I was only there doing an introduction so in in a class that um, didn't know helicopter stories I was just there in the morning doing a demonstration for the practitioners and I invited one of the children onto the stage as I would and I don't know these children of course because it's the first time I've seen them and I invited this girl onto the stage um, can I see how the mummy walks around the stage? She walks around the stage. And then we got to the part in, in the story where the mummy says, it's dinner time. And I said to her, can you say it's dinner time? And the top of her voice, really clearly, she shouted, it's dinner time. And there was a intake of breath from the staff in the room. 
you know when you just think what have I missed what's, what's going on yeah. and uh, turns out she does not speak at, at nursery she's she'd never spoken at nursery she speaks at home she'll speak to her mum she'll speak to the other children quietly but she doesn't speak to any of the staff she is a selective mute and then this big voice came out because she wasn't being Gaia the girl who doesn't talk at nursery she was being the mum saying it's dinner time so that gave her the freedom to just use that voice and uh and say it's dinner time but yeah one of those reactions where you just go what's going on what happened um, and it's and incredible that it's incredible isn't it that actually we find you know this approach this simple approach has that power to allow a child to forget herself so that she can go, I'm going to shout out at dinner time or I am going to, I want to be a princess more than I want to be the child who's not talking. And actually it's Absolutely. that, it's finding those ways in, which is so important. And I think that, you know, for me leads us on to one of the other benefits that I really like about Helicopter Stories is how it enables the adults in the room to get to know their children and to really get to know them. I mean, I work with a group of children and I know that Connor loves tornadoes. You know, he's fascinated by tornadoes and he knows all about them. He likes all the different types of tornadoes there are and he can whirl around like a tornado. And I also know that Elsie, who's one of the girls in the class who's very quiet, she really wants a pet. She wants a pet more than anything. She doesn't mind if it's a rabbit, a goldfish, a cat or a dog. And in all her stories, she goes to the pet shop and she'll buy a pet and she says to the mum, and it's all right, we can keep it. So in her stories, <laughs> she has the power to say the words she wants her mum to say to her. And, you know, sort of we wouldn't know that as a teacher, as an adult in a room, I would not know that what was going on in the lives of those children. But I know about it. I know that Lily wants desperately to have a baby brother. And in all her stories, she goes into the woods and they make, you know, they find a baby and she takes it home. And it's it's just that beautiful creation of all of those Samuel. Samuel likes snakes and he really gets fascinated by how they move. And as he's talking, you can see him moving like a snake. And that's incredible because suddenly you know your children in a way that you yeah, might never how long would that have taken for you to find out that that uh, someone likes tornadoes or you or that, that they want a pet because actually how often do you get to have those conversations um with the children in your class and ha actually just have a good old chat and, and find out that. So it might take months for that to come out. But when you're doing helicopter stories, children are choosing to tell their story about the things that matter most to them. Yeah, totally. And the children know that about each other, don't they? They also know. Um, I remember going to see a class who um, had been doing helicopter stories quite a long time and I was just visiting. Um, and one of the boys, Billy, he knew what every single child told stories about. And he was like my guide for, for this class that I'd never met. So I wasn't. He was welcoming me into, into their class by sort of guiding me through. Oh, 
Yeah, they always tell stories about princesses or, you know, all of these different uh, uh, categories that he knew that people told stories about. I just thought it was wonderful that he would sort of place himself as guide to my class of storytellers. Yeah. And that's so important, isn't it? Because as as children, they would get to know what their friends like but they wouldn't necessarily get to know everyone in the class. So actually we're benefiting the children as well as the teachers. And that's where, you know, Vivian Gustin Paley talks about this sense of a community of storytellers that, you know, by working in this way, and you do, you get to become a community of storytellers. And if the more you hear, the more you know other children's stories, the more you can borrow pieces of them I remember a little girl um once very it was right at the beginning of me starting working in this way and she turned round to me and she said I've put a monster in my story today like Michael and it was like she really knew that she borrowed Michael's monster and you know she might never have put a monster in her story but Michael's monsters appealed to her and suddenly that opened up the characters that she could have in her stories yeah, it's lovely, isn't it, that they, they begin to have their own sort of um, uh, things that they include in their class stories. I remember one about a thousand seller tapes that you, that you yeah, had. Yeah, yeah. That was in your class, wasn't it? The thousand seller tapes. That was a class that I was working with from reception to year two. And it kept coming back. And it was running away. It was started off with one girl. And... Um, she was running away um, and then she got to the house and she locked the door. I think she was running away from a bear and she got to the door and she locked the door with a thousand tapes. And then the next week it was in two stories and the week after it was in three stories because it's such a great ending, isn't it? And then it disappeared mm. for a while and then in year one it turned up again and some of the a thousand story tapes uh, – a thousand store uh, seller tapes and um, blue tack, and it's sort of like that. And they kept adding to it. There's blue tack, and there was paste, and you know. But gradually, and then again, it appeared in year two, which I think is fascinating because it's sort of every time it appeared, I remembered the roots. But it's like, what is it that brings that back? That gets children to remember that, and it's the power of that imagery. Yeah, totally. And one of the benefits that um, practitioners often mention is that they very rarely get to sit and have one-to-one time with a child. Um, And I don't mean one-to-one time as in privately. We often get into this with helicopter stories about whether you just sit with that one child or whether there are other children around but what I mean is when you're listening wholeheartedly to one child at a time. So you've got the, the the child next to you. And practitioners often say that helicopter stories is the only time when they get to do that, to listen to that one child uh, and, and, you know, not be uh, distracted by lots of other things. So they, that, that's a very special sort of bonding moment when they get to just sit and be with that one child. Yeah. Yeah, 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 definitely, definitely. And it's it's also, it's the only time sometimes that that happens within a classroom, that you can really focus on what that one child needs, on what 
what's going on for them. And actually, mm. they know you're listening because you're scribing their words. So you're actually yeah. showing them that you're listening to everything that they're saying, which is yeah, really, absolutely. really important. Yeah. I mean, another thing for me that I think is a you know really key benefit is that actually, you know, we're talking about your scribing, you're writing down word for word um, what every child says. But then you have an amazing record of those stories as well so that you're able to kind of go, um, you know, this is their first story. This is their story, you know, sort of a few weeks later. This is their story at the end of a term. This is their story at the end of the year. What an incredible opportunity to track progress without it feeling like, you know, you're creating a lot of work and tracking progress for progress sake. You're actually seeing it. You can see where and often because children will start, they might start with mummy. And then a few weeks later, it's mum and dad. And then maybe a sister comes in and then something happens. And actually, you see children growing as storytellers as they move through the term and the year. And you can really see those changes in their stories and what's happening. So, you know, you've got that record. Yeah, it's brilliant. And with no extra work, there's no, I now do this with it and now do that. It's just there. It, it's a product of helicopter stories is your evidence, your data. It's there without any extra work. I think that's a brilliant side of it too. Um, I wanted to talk about the inclusivity of helicopter stories because I think it's a really unique aspect of helicopter stories. And recently a practitioner commented that helicopter stories is the only fully inclusive thing they do in a week. And I thought that was really powerful, that no matter where that child is, no matter how they're developing, they can access helicopter stories. Um, you know, that we've seen every single sort of way of using helicopter stories for, for children with all sorts of needs, children who maybe are pre-verbal um, and are using communication mats and all sorts of ways to to um, get their story across. Maybe they're signing. Uh, we've got, you know, children who are starting with those very early list stories or maybe a one-word story. You know, you've got children who speak English as an additional language who are trying out those new English words and putting those down on paper. You know, it works at every level. It's got that flexibility that we can support children to access helicopter stories however they want to. And I think that makes it really unique. Yeah, totally, totally. It is, I mean, it's so incredible, isn't it? It's such an incredible approach. And there are so many other things that we haven't even touched the surface of. There's the fact that it helps children to get excited, engaged as writers, and they make the connection between the spoken and the written word. It develops communication and language. It's good for personal, social, and emotional development. And, you know, I mean, I think you know, that's where, for me, I feel really excited about the fact that we're doing this podcast and that actually, you know, over the coming weeks, what we're going to do is be able to dig deeper, a bit like an onion, and we'll be able to go deeper and deeper at looking at what are those benefits and where does it fit with the EYFS framework? How does it fit? What can we do? We we actually know that Helicopter Stories works in so many ways. 
And I'm so excited about taking the time to actually share this over those coming weeks. So we'll see you next time. Bye.